You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. The efforts I put in now will likely see more fruit in 2019, but I'm glad my 2018 goal put a fire under me to start this now, even if the tangible results show up a little further down the road. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this month-end episode on goals. We are solidly in the fourth quarter of 2018. Can you even believe it? This is the time we all typically have a wake-up call when it comes to our goals. Are we going to achieve them? Do we need to adjust them to make a realistic, motivated push between now and the end of the year? Or are we going to throw in the towel on our goal? Unless you realize you set a goal you don't give a care about, in that case, throw it away. (laughs) But if that's not the case, I'm always going to encourage you to adjust instead of throwing in the towel. Throwing in the towel will leave you feeling defeated. And as the next couple of months will also be focused on setting goals for 2019, you don't want to go into that process with a defeated mindset. There's nothing wrong with adjusting so that you're still stretched a little bit, yet don't feel so overwhelmed you don't know where to begin. Or you start to have thoughts like, what's the point? I'm not going to achieve this goal anyway. Remember, achieving goals is largely due to your mindset. Do what you need to do to get a positive and willing mindset. You can do this. And if you need to, go back to previous month-end episodes where I'm giving tips on, you know, the attitude you bring, your mentality, dealing with obstacles. I've covered a variety of topics around goals in the nine other episodes I've done on the, or I should say, the nine other monthly updates. There were even episodes before that dealing with goals. So there are resources out there for you to help you get your mindset back on track if you're not feeling it right now. All right, on to the point of this episode. Last December, I did a series of episodes to walk you through my goal setting process, and I used myself as an example of what the process looks like in real life as it plays out. I promised during that time I would keep you updated on my progress toward my goals in the hopes that it would be helpful to you as you work towards accomplishing your goals. I want you to know we are in this together. This episode is the progress report on my goals through October. During the goal setting series, I identified four focus areas that were important to me and each area has a specific goal assigned to it. Focus area number one was to increase the profitability in my business. The specific goal I set in this focus area was to have a net income, earnings minus expenses of $80,000 minimum of $80,000 minimum this year. With the help of my mastermind group and doing a goals review back in June, I have created four sub-goals for this goal. These sub-goals are to by year-end, the first sub-goal is to have had 12 new executive leadership coaching clients. 
This is coaching that focuses on leaders within organizations to help them with their performance as well as their happiness and fulfillment at work. I have a total of seven clients who fall into this category, and there is a potential for two more in the coming month. If I'm hired by these two individuals, I'll be looking to help three other new clients to completely change their experience of work as we end 2018 and begin 2019. I really love what I do. This is gratifying work, helping other people love the work that they're doing and really feel like they're contributing and making a difference. The second sub goal is to do 10 corporate workshops. I've done four thus far this year and have two more on the books. The mail and networking campaign continues. I'm doing the coffee dates and I also know progress in the corporate arena takes some time. Time to build relationships, figure out where the fit is, and then schedule a time that works for everyone. The efforts I put in now will likely see more fruit in 2019, but I'm glad my 2018 goal put a fire under me to start this now, even if the tangible results show up a little further down the road. The third sub-goal was to promote the do-it-yourself products that are on the Women Taking the Lead website. This category is still moving at barely a snail's pace. So I'm thinking I may need to hire a marketing person in the new year to help me figure out how to get these very affordable, high-value, do-it-yourself products moving. And the fourth sub-goal was to do two more group programs by the end of the year. The accomplished course was a fail. No one registered. So this is something I'm going to be taking a look at because I would like to run this program in the new year if it's a good fit. It's a virtual program. And so I know not everyone loves virtual programs. So if I'm discovering um, that virtual programs are not what my community love, then that's really good feedback, you know, but I know this program is highly valuable because it's the foundation of the work that I do with my clients. You know, when I take my clients through this process, they see incredible results. So I'm going to be looking for feedback from those who are considering it, but didn't buy. I really should have done that already. But once I knew I wasn't doing the accomplished course this year, I shifted a hundred percent of my energy and focus to the B&I transition, recruiting for the main women's conference and putting the pieces in place for a live event. And I'll give the update for the live event in just a bit. September was an okay month with the profit and loss reports showing a net profit of $3,750.46. However, still not at the $6,800 net profit I'm looking for each month. Again, although month after month I keep coming up short, I know the data collection, analysis, and the creative work I'm putting in now is going to see results. It's just a matter of when. Okay, focus area number two was to build more strength and endurance. At the end of last year, I had felt myself backsliding in terms of my health, my wellness, and especially my fitness. So this was an area I definitely wanted to bring more focus to in 2018. And the specific goal I set originally was to do 300 Spartan regulation burpees in good form within one workout. Um, It... Turned out that that goal was a little too easy and I achieved it in a matter of weeks. So I reset the goal to do 1,000 Spartan regulation burpees by October. And separately, I have a goal to do an unassisted pull-up before the end of this year. 
Last month, I updated you on my time progression doing 500 burpees each week and reported the plan Alex, who is my personal training and nutrition coach, put together for me leading up to October 26, when I would be attempting to do the 1,000 burpees. We left off with me planning to do a workout that coming week that would involve doing burpees for four hours at a slow and steady pace just to get my mind wrapped around how long it was likely going to take to eventually do 1,000 burpees at my normal tempo. I asked you all to wish me luck, and I think you all really put a lot of energy behind that because in that slow and steady four-hour workout, I hit 1,000 burpees at three hours, 38 minutes, and 34 seconds. It was amazing, and it sent me into a bit of a spiral that I talked about in the 100 Jody episode when you hit a goal before you're ready. I think I've recovered and I'm, you know, resetting. I am continuing to do 500 burpees in a workout per week to maintain my fitness level and all the positive consequences that come from doing such a workout. And this includes motivation for my other workouts to maintain my cardiovascular and core strength, as well as my flexibility. And I can't forget about my nutrition. I started allowing more treats into my week, which was totally fine at first when I was resting and hitting the reset button on my body, but it continued into week three and I started to get headaches, which I rarely ever get, and my joints started to bother me during my workouts. Those are all signs of inflammation in the body, so I need to go back to eating clean. I'm telling you this because you have been my accountability partners all this time, and I know by saying this on the podcast, I'll be more likely to be my word. Now I'm ready to focus on the unassisted pull-up. I have two months left. This goal fell off the grid in the past couple of months, so it's time to step it up. Although Alex is currently in Romania, he works with clients virtually, so we've been communicating around this goal, but I haven't given him the go-ahead that we are working on this full force, and I think it's nearly time I did that. All right, focus area number three was romantic partnership. And the specific goal I set was to be in a committed monogamous relationship with a man. I have not been into this goal lately. I've still been going through the motions, but with my schedule blowing up in the past month and my attention getting pulled in so many directions, it has not left me feeling feminine and flirty. More often than not, when I'm meeting men or I'm on the dating app, I'm feeling tired or distracted, and that's not good energy to bring to meeting somebody new. There have been several matches on the dating app in the past month, but more often than not, when I go to write a message, I'm at a loss for words. I've got nothing, (laughs) and I get annoyed that a lot of the profiles out there don't give you much fodder for a conversation starter. For example, some just say, I'm an open book. If you want to know anything, just ask. And my logical response is, if you were truly an open book, you'd just tell me. I wouldn't have to rack my tired brain for a conversation starter that would catch your interest. I would know what would catch your interest. Then I get over it and I come up with something. But this isn't the overall experience I want to have when I'm meeting men. This line of thought is making me go back to reflect on who I need to be to achieve my goals. When I first set my goals, I identified that I needed to be aligned, feminine, social, focused, disciplined, and committed to achieve all my goals. 
And to allow this state of being to come forth or these states of being to come forth, I realized I needed more self-care in the form of sleep, hydration, nutrition, exercise, time blocking, transition time in my calendar, and saying no more regularly. Although there is some activity that needs to be on my calendar this time of year, I could be saying no to some things. And we've already determined it's time to get my eating back to supporting my body rather than hurting my body. There's still some progress in this area. I am having good conversations and I'm in the process of scheduling dates, so there's definitely motivation to take better care of myself. Focus area number four, live events. My specific goal was to do a live workshop in the fourth quarter of this year. Now that I've gotten the executive leadership coaching and corporate workshops campaign underway, I was ready to give more attention to doing a live event this past month. I have decided to take my goals process and deliver it in a live workshop. It's all about creating and achieving goals that are worthy of you. And with this workshop happening December 4th, 2018, it is the perfect time to take yourself through this process. You know I am passionate about goals and there's a reason for it. Setting goals is life-changing. It's not about setting any goal. It's about setting the right goals for you, personalized for you. Your goals may not look like my goals because we're different people, yet we've all made the mistake of taking somebody else's goal and their plan for achieving that goal, and we take it on without adjusting for fit. Goals are like clothing. Sure, there are some people in your life you could trade clothes with and the fit would be perfect, but that's rare. The same notion applies to goals. You may have the same goal as another person, but how you achieve that goal will almost always look different for you than it does for them. My creating and achieving goals that are worthy of you process gets to the heart of who you are, your values, your superpowers, what's worked for you, what's not worked for you, what you personally want to contribute, the lifestyle you want to live, etc., Because we are fashioning goals and the achievement of these goals based on things that are at the core of who you are, you are more likely to fall in love with the goals you create and more likely to follow through to the finish line and achieve these goals. This process will bring you to life. If you feel like you've been going through the motions or if you are unsatisfied with where your life is right now, this process will shake it up. No more autopilot. Because your goals will be aligned with your highest and best self, you will be energized and re-energized by the progress you make and the changes you start to see in yourself and in your life. The added benefit of a live event is I'm going to introduce you to other women who are also up to making leaps forward in 2019. The Maine Women's Conference just hosted a networking event for women and men in the area who wanted to know more about the conference and find out how they could get involved. Everyone I spoke to at the end of the night and in the days after talked about how much fun it was. It was fun because this event drew like-minded people together. They were excited and energized by something that wasn't going to happen for another 11 months, but that didn't matter. What they all knew was when they introduced themselves to a stranger— It was a stranger who was also looking to get involved in the Maine Women's Conference and start making a difference for themselves, the women in Maine, the women in the U.S., and women globally. 
That is the same like-minded experience I am going to create for this workshop. You will be partnering with 30 other women who are looking to move their life forward by setting and achieving goals that represent who they are and what they want to bring to the world. That's exciting and energizing, and you're not going to want to miss out on that. The Creating and Achieving Goals That Are Worthy of You workshop is going to happen on December 4th, 2018 at the Coworkers Coworking Space in Portland, Maine. All-day parking at the Temple Street Garage is included in the price of the workshop, so you don't have to worry about finding a spot or any additional out-of-pocket expenses for parking. I am also running an early bird rate for this event, but here's the thing. Space is limited to 32 participants and tickets have already been sold. Buy your ticket now because I have a feeling something is going to click and all of a sudden the tickets are going to be gone. So go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash goals 2019 to reserve your seat. That's womentakingthelead.com forward slash goals 2019. And it's G-O-A-L-S 2019. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person and introducing you to all the other amazing women who will be attending this event. Okay, a quick update on my mom. My mom has had her third chemo treatment. Her hair had started to fall out this past month, so she went to her hairstylist to shave it all off, um, and there were some tears while it was happening, but the family was sent two pictures right after the appointment, one of her with a cap on and one of her completely bald, and she was beaming. In both pictures, she was absolutely beaming, and I had the thought, I hope when I grow up, I can face life with the same attitude she brings. She's amazing. Although she's more tired and the side effects of the chemo and steroids increase with each treatment, she's still in good spirits. And my sister and sister-in-law, who are nurses, are helping her to regularly take her anti-nausea medication and are checking with the doctor for possible alternatives. So still tweaking um, all of this. And I want to thank you all for your thoughts and prayers and messages. They make a difference. And I am grateful to you for taking the time because I know you've got your own stuff in your life that you're dealing with. So thank you so much to take the time to think of my mom and just send her good thoughts. I truly appreciate you. And as always, I hope this update was of value to you. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.